Hello and welcome to the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I am your online Agile coach. This podcast is designed to help you understand all things Agile, help you land your dream job, and help you succeed in your role as a Scrum Master. So if you're an aspiring Scrum Master or you're relatively new to the concept of Agile, then this podcast is what you want to be keeping up with. All right, guys, so let's get started. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the roles and responsibilities of a safe Scrum Master. Now, some of you may have heard about the word safe and some of you may not. Now, for the benefit of those who have not heard the word safe, I will give you a brief introduction on that concept. Now, safe means scaled, agile framework. Now, this is a scaling framework, or this is one of the scaling frameworks used by many organizations. And basically, SIF is really a set of workflow patterns for implementing agile practices at an enterprise scale. So you know what we do with Scrum, right? We use Scrum at the team level. So when you think about SAFE, SAFE is just really implementing agile across the entire organization. So we're moving it from the team level across multiple teams, across multiple parts of an organization. That is what a scaling framework is really about. And that is what SAFE really is. SAFE is a very popular framework. Now, I probably can say that maybe one in 10 organizations at this point in time probably use safe. So as you advance in your journey to becoming a scrum master, you probably need to learn about safe because there's a high probability that whatever organization you're going to be working for will most likely be using a scaling framework. And the probability of safe being that scaling framework it's probably high. So you want to learn about safe. You want to understand what safe is all about so that if you find yourself in that situation, you know what to do. Now, the reason why I'm talking about the roles and responsibilities of a safe scrum master is because there is a difference between an actual scrum master who is working in an organization where you're just practicing scrum and a scrum master who is an environment where the organization is using a scaling framework such as safe. So there is a difference. There is an added responsibility to what you already know. And that's what today's episode is all about. So definitely, you know that as a scrum master, you are a servant leader and you're a coach to your agile team. So that doesn't even change. Even if you're working in a skilled environment, you're still going to remain a servant leader you're still going to be a coach to that team. Also, you're going to be educating your team if they're using either a Scrum framework, an extreme programming framework, or they're using Kanban, right? Those are standard things you're going to do as a Scrum master. Now, as a safe Scrum master, in addition to educating your team on the concept of maybe Scrum or XP or Kanban, you're also going to need to educate your team on SAFE, because SAFE is a framework on its own. It has different roles, responsibilities, practices, and all that kind of stuff. So you also need to know about SAFE so that you can educate your team on SAFE. So that is important. Also, as a SAFE Scrum Master, you definitely have to help your team in meeting their delivery goals. You have to coach your team in self-organization, self-management, how do we manage ourselves? You're going to have to help them coordinate and participate in agile release train events. Now, this is a major difference because when it comes to Scrum, 
there's nothing like art, right? Art is very exclusive to SAFE, right? SAFE came up with the concept of an agile release train. And so as a SAFE Scrum Master, you have to understand agile release train. You have to understand the event. You have to understand the whole concept so that you can coach your team to also know what to do in such situations, right? So one of the key things you're going to be doing that differentiates you from just a basic scrum master is the fact that you play a very important role when it comes to PI planning. Now, PI planning is a way that the scaled agile framework plans an enterprise level type of event, right? Because when you're scaling, when you're using a scaling framework, you're basically having multiple teams working on a portfolio, working on an initiative or working in a program. And so in that situation, you're going to have multiple people who have to plan together. And so when it comes to SAFE, which is the the scaled agile framework, they have this concept called PI planning. So you as a scrum master, you're going to have to play a very important role and you have to work with other scrum masters and you have to work with the release train engineer who is in charge of this event. Now, the release train engineer is also another specific role to the skilled agile framework. And when you take a look at the responsibilities of an RTE, that is basically like an agile coach, right? Over the program, because every train, which is multiple teams working on the same initiative, will be planning together. And so you have a coach who is facilitating that entire process. So just take a look at the RTE as an agile coach in a regular environment where you are the scrum master. And then in a safe environment, you are the safe scrum master. And then you have an RTE who is like an agile coach. So you're going to be working with that RTE. And obviously you're going to be working with other scrum masters that are within your arts. Let's just do a quick recap. Key things that are important for you to note is there's the concept of PI planning. There is the role called the release train engineer, and there is the concept of an agile release train, which is the team of teams. So these are things that are very exclusive to the safe concept and the safe framework. So you, as a scrum master working in that environment, you have to be familiar with these things. Now, one of the things you're going to be doing is you have to help prepare for this PI planning, right? So before the event, there are certain things that would happen. And then there are certain things that happen during the event and there are things that will happen after the events. Now, this PI planning is such a big event. It's like a two or three day event where the whole day we are planning for the next eight to 12 weeks. This is a big deal. So you have to know about it because this is like the heartbeat of SAFE. If any organization claims to be practicing SAFE and they're not doing PI planning, then you're not doing safe, right? Just the same way if you claim to be working using the Scrum framework and you're not doing any of those events, right? You are not doing Scrum, right? So that's how it kind of is. So you have certain roles to play. And one of such is the fact that you have to ensure that your team has knowledge of the upcoming work that is coming to them. And so these features, you'll get that from the product managers, the business owners, and probably other stakeholders. So you have to work with your product owner to ensure that your product owner is sourcing for that information early enough so that your team can be briefed about those things because they have to plan for it. And so even before the D-Day, they need to kind of know you know, what's coming up so that they can begin to start rallying their brain around what needs to be done. It's very important. You will also be working with your team and helping them and the product owners to identify some of the local stories that we have to work on from a team's perspective, 
right? What are those defects that we may need to solve? What are those technical debts that may be existing for us and things that we need to do to help us accomplish, you know, this upcoming work in this upcoming PI. And so when you look at a skilled environment, just take a look at it from a perspective of where we have a lot of people that have to work on one project or one product because this product is so huge. One single team cannot build it. So we have, we need to have multiple teams that will pick multiple parts of the work to get this product to the finish line. And so obviously if we're building a car, we're going to need everyone to work together because at the end of the day, the car is the whole part of it. And so you might have somebody building the tires, somebody else doing the interior, somebody else working on the engine, somebody else working on the dashboard. All of those will be teams that are doing different things. However, we all need to work together because the final product will be the car that we are producing. So we're going to have team A in charge of tires, team B in in charge of dashboard, team C in charge of the engine, and so on and so forth. So all of those are going to be an agile release train. And then we're going to have a release train engineer that supports our process. And then me, the safe scrum master will be assigned to one of those teams. Either I'm assigned to team A that is in charge of tires or assigned to team B in charge of dashboard. So that's how I want you to kind of take a look at that and knowing how you're going to play a role in that part. So now, the PI planning is a big event. Different things happen during that event, such as, you know, drafting the PI plans. And so as a safe scrum master, you're going to facilitate that entire process, working with your team in creating a draft PI plan for all the PI iterations. So they're going to write their PI objectives. They're going to identify the program risk and the issues. And so you are going to help them as they come up with all of those, right? You're also going to help them with their digital planning areas. Well, where are we going to plan this work to make it visible so other people can also see it? You're going to help the team as they determine their capacity for the entire PI. So you're going to work with them to help them understand, hey, who is going to be available, who is not going to be available, you know, what work are we going to get done and all of that kind of stuff. You're also going to be responsible when it comes to coordinating with other teams. Now, there's a big similarity in what you already do as a scrum master and what you do as a safe scrum master. So it's not completely new. However, I just need you to know that there's an added responsibility just because there's a program level work that is required and then you have to be aware of those responsibilities. So that's what this episode is really about. So you're going to need to learn how to coordinate with other teams. I mentioned you're going to have to help your team come up with PI objectives, like their team PI objectives. Also, you're going to ensure that those plans are revealed to ensure that those plans are smart. So you're really going to be working with your team. Hey, this objectives you guys are coming up with, are they smart? You understand the concept of smart? Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it realistic? And can we achieve it within the time bound that we have, right? Now, once we've planned for the PI, now we've planned for the next eight to 12 weeks, right? You also have to support your team during the implementation phase as they execute the PI on a sprint by sprint basis. Now, when it comes to safe, we always use the word cadence. So on a cadence, I said cadence, sorry. We always use the word iterations. I'm sorry. So 
on an iteration by iteration basis, we're going to be supporting them on how they're implementing their work, ensuring that they're achieving their goals, you're removing all those impediments that may happen to them and whatnot, right? Also, we're going to have our team level event, right? Whether it's Scrum we're using, whether it's Kanban. So you are still going to help them facilitate all of those events. So none of those change for you from the refinement to planning, you know, stand up, the review and the retrospective. You are going to be helping do that. You're also going to be collaborating with the PO, right? We understand that the PO is accountable for the value. So you're going to be working with that PO to under, to ensure that the PO has everything they need to succeed, right? Help the PO and the team understand, you know, how to apply the right tools and techniques, you know, that kind of stuff. Also help them to understand the need for a clear and concise team backlog items. You want to ensure that your team is aligned to the agile release trains capacity allocation, for each work type item, right? Because now at this time, we're working towards a bigger goal. And so from a team perspective, we have responsibilities. As a safe Scrum Master, you have to ensure that your team is well aligned so that we can deliver what we've committed to delivering. Because at the end of the PI, we're going to have this integrated work. So imagine if your team does not build their own part of the tire and you're supporting the tire team. At the end of 12 weeks, our work is going to be wasted because you are going to pull us back. We can't show an integrated value of work to our stakeholders. So there's more exposure here. There's more visibility. So as a safe Scrum Master, you have more work to do. Please pay attention to the work so that you're able to support your team really well, right? Also, you want to be responsible for how work flows. So ensure that work is flowing really well. There are no bottlenecks. Help them resolve impediments as it happens and things like that. Also, as a safe Scrum Master, you're going to help your team establish metrics that we can assess to help them improve their overall performance, right? So in safe, we always measure things like flow, competency, and you know certain outcomes. So you have to, that's something that you have to really do. Also, you have to ensure that quality is being built into the work that they are doing. You have to build a high performing team. So work with your team to understand self-management, how they take ownership and accountability, how they are aligned and collaborative, help them to be focused on the clear goals and the purpose we're working on, you know, let them be focused on value, always provide effective and timely feedback for them so that they can know exactly, you know, how to progress as they work in this environment, you know, stay with them, be very engaged with them, you know, all work and no play makes Jack doll. So know how to include, you know, all the fun stuff to them. Also, you're going to need to learn how to help this team resolve conflict, right? There'll always be conflict that happens in team. So ensure that you are working with them so that any type of conflict that happens can always be resolved. You want to help your team build on their skill sets. Every Agile team, our goal is really to make them T-shaped so that that way they can be more effective with the work, with the work that they do. So it becomes your responsibility to coach this team on how to be T-shaped, right? Always facilitate any cross-team collaboration that is needed. Build trust with the stakeholders. Always, you know, support your team in and outside of the team sector, right? And obviously when it comes to finishing the PI, so remember that the PI is where we're planning and now we start executing on the PI. 
And then now when we are finishing our entire PI, you're also going to be responsible to coaching them towards like the IP iteration. You're going to help your team when it comes to inspect and adapt events that happens in SAFE. So these are like specific events that happen in SAFE. And so you would have to understand the skilled agile framework to really know how to function in each of the scenarios, right? Also, there are program level events that you have to attend, right? So you have to attend Scrum of Scrums that is facilitated by your RTE. That's an added responsibility. There's also like the system demos that happen that you're going to need to attend. You know, I mentioned the inspect and adapt event that happens that you're going to attend. There's also the problem solving workshop that happens at the end of the PI that you're going to need to attend. So this episode is really to expose you to a new world in case you're not aware of it, that as you work, as you learn, you know, this Scrum Master role, don't stay focused to just Scrum where you're just reading the Scrum Guide. There's a whole world outside of Scrum Guide. You know, you have different frameworks that you have to get in tune with, understand how it works because you may find yourself in that situation and you need to know what to do in such situations. So, For you to be an exceptional Scrum Master, you clearly need to know more than Scrum. You have to understand what scaling frameworks exist out there. What scaling framework will my organization be using? Get training on this, right? You have like certifications like the Safe Scrum Master. You can get trained on that, get certified so that that way you get an in-depth understanding of what this concept is all about. Self-learning is a must if you want to succeed in this industry. So please, I want you to stay learning, stay winning, and just, you know, hope for the best. And I wish you the best as you advance every day in this journey. Thank you so much as always for always listening to every episode after every episode. Thank you so much. I could not do this without any of you. So I'm super grateful for every one of you that takes out the time to listen to every episode on a weekly basis. Like I always say, if you have any question, please feel free to send me that question. I'll try my best to answer your questions. I'm here to help you. So don't be worried. You're not, you're not bothering me in any way. So feel free to send me those questions. Thank you so much. Please do not forget to review this podcast. Please leave a review. I get almost a thousand people listening on a weekly basis. Yet our reviews are probably less than 50. Guys, what are you doing? Please drop a review. If you truly enjoy this episode, please drop a review. That's the best you can do, right? It takes a lot of work to come up and think of what you want to talk about try to make it concise in such a way that you're able to pass a message and then take out the time to actually record. It's a lot of work. So please, a review is not too much for you, right? And for those of you who are on social media, please, 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 and please, you know, let the world know that this podcast exists out there for every Scrum Master. Post us in your social groups, post us on your social media, you know, spread the word so that many more people can really learn and advance their skill as they seek this new career. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Bye. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I wish I could have time to just really crack jokes and play with you guys. I know one day we'll do that. But anyways, bye for now. (laughs) 